I am so excited about this. I want to welcome you to the Purpose Project Podcast. During our time together, I will teach you how to pray, how to intentionally develop intimacy with your Creator, and challenge you to discover and embrace your God-ordained purposes. I am your host, Margie Florent. My prayer for you today is that you will be empowered and strengthened in the Word of God to move forward into your destiny. All right, I'm going to go ahead and pray. I have a word from God, and I am excited to share it with you. So, Father, I just come before the throne of God, the throne of grace. I thank you, Father, for bringing me back safely from Florida. I thank you that your hand is upon me, and your hand is upon this message. Your hand is upon these praying prophetic parents and grandparents and aunts and uncles. I pray that your word would go forth and that it would not return void, but that this would be a call to action, a movement to get all of us as adults praying and standing in the gap for our children in these much needed times, these perilous times. I bind you, Satan. I command you to stay away from us. You will not hinder this message. You will not hinder the listeners. We ask, Holy Spirit, that you give us a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of this word and that there would be amazing fruit that will come from this word. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and get started. I'm talking, uh, I'm talking about prophetic prayer alerts, um, which goes along with our theme, prophetically praying parents, a call to action. And last week we, we launched from 1 Corinthians 14. I'm going to start there. I'm going to go right into our message. Okay, so how do we pray for our children? 1 Corinthians 14, 15 says, um, what is the conclusion then? I will, I want you to notice, the emphasis here is I will pray with the spirit. I will pray with the understanding also. And in regards to worship, he says, I will sing with the spirit and I will also sing with the understanding also. Notice he said, I will. So he, he wills to pray. He stirs himself up to take a hold of God. He sees a need, and he, instead of just ignoring the need, he takes that need to the Word of God. He agrees with the Word of God, and that's what he presents before the throne room of grace. He sees on the outward. He sees by the fruit of what the, uh, what is being said in this, in this case, what our kids are saying, because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. We hear what they're saying. They may be speaking words of discouragement, words of fear, words of worry, words of lack. So we, of course, talk to them. Of course, we minister to them. But we can also take them into the place of prayer, find scriptures that meet their needs. So with our ears, we know what they have need of. Um, so also, you know, the Bible says you will know them by their fruit. So maybe you see the fruit of rebellion or the fruit of that they're depressed. They may not even be saying or the fruit that they're unusually distracted or the fruit that their bedroom is more messy than usual. Whereas before they were always a very neat person. You see the fruit of a change in their behavior. So what do we do? I will pray. I will take that need to the word of God. I will agree with the word of God, and that's what I will present before the throne room of grace. Prayer opens up the door for God to work. We have not because we ask not. 
When we pray, the enemy must flee. When we pray, the Holy Spirit has an avenue in which to work. When we pray, strongholds are challenged and ultimately come down. And it's the power of a prophetic praying parent. And that's what the devil fears, my friends. He fears you taking your place. He fears you doing you, you doing your job as a, a, a parent. And that is to not only raise your children in the natural, but to raise them and support them in the spirit and specifically in the place of prayer. So we say, I will pray. Again, I'm going to repeat this. We don't want to pray the problem over and over and over. We want to pray the answer. God knows the problem. He knows what things that our children have need of before we even ask. He knows the problem. But what we want to pray is the answer. What is the answer? The answer is the word of the living God. And the word of God has the answer for every problem that our children face. So we don't want to pray the problem. We don't want to pray worry prayers. We don't want to pray, pray prayers laced in fear because fear uh fear and faith are extreme opposites but when you mix your your prayers with faith the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much amplified says dynamic in its working so when you pray for your children know that god hears you when you pray I'm hearing in my spirit because there's an anointing on me just from the second I started. God said, I am not lack concerns. I'm not lack or lacks concerning my promises, but all his promises for your children are yes and amen. But you have an adversary, the devil, who goes about as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. And he wants to devour them. He wants to steal from them. He wants to kill them. He wants to destroy their purpose and your destiny. But as we as parents rise up and take our place and stand in the gap as intercessors on the behalf of our children, the enemy must flee. The Bible says, resist the devil and he will flee from you. Amplified says, as one in terror. The devil is terrorized of prophetically praying parents. He is terrorized that you decided that you're not going to allow your children to go to the dark side. He is terrorized that you've made a decision that you're going to listen to this Facebook Live or the replay of this teaching. He is terrorized that this word is going forth. And that's what I love about the Holy Spirit. I had warfare going into this uh, this particular subject, and I don't really care anymore. I'm old enough to know it's the devil, and I'm not, I'm on the right path. But, but but what the enemy fears is that you're going to take your place. He doesn't want you to take your place. And what I love about the Holy Spirit, he anoints us with fresh oil because the anointing is on this word. Okay? So that's why he's here with us. So we're emphasizing that I will pray with the Spirit, but there are times, and this is what we're going to talk about tonight or today, wherever you are in the world, we have people that listen to these lives from all over the world and listen to this podcast from all over the world. Um, there are times when you may not see anything in the natural, nothing on the outward, nothing is going on in the outward. But the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, searches all things. He knows the deep things of God. He knows what's going on on the inside of your children. 
And this is the time where I call prayer alerts, where the Holy Spirit steps in and he gives you what I call a prayer burden or a prayer alert. There's something, it is something that you receive from the heart of the Father, from the Holy Spirit. That's something on the inside that is hard to even explain, but I'm going to explain it tonight. Some things, remember, are better caught than taught. So I'm teaching you, but you're also going to catch it in the name of Jesus, okay? So what about the times when you get what I call a prayer burden, a prayer alert? So it's not the I will. It's not the I am going to pray. I'm willing to do it. It's something on the inside that says alert, alert, and alert. And therefore you make a decision and say, all right, I'm going to respond to this prayer alert. And now I am going to pray because the Holy Spirit is alerting me that there's something going on with one of my children. I actually had it happen to one of my godchildren last week. And it came to me in a dream. And we're going to talk about the different ways they manifest. It came to me in a dream. And most dreams are symbolic. I'm not a dream. Well, I shouldn't say I'm not a dream interpreter. But it's really not my, my forte to be a dream interpreter. But I have learned some things about dream interpretation from my friend Gary, Gary and some other friends of mine who are really good at dream interpretation. But I had a dream about one of my godchildren. I've known her since she was a young girl. I can't remember how old she was. She'll, I'm going to ask her to text me and tell me how long we've known each other. Little girl. And I had a dream about her, and she recently lost her father, which was completely devastating to all of us and to her and her mother and her family. And I don't know how long ago. I think it was about three or four months ago. And I had a dream about her last week. And in the dream, her and I were walking together and and we we i had to go my way she had to go her way but she turned around and she went into the presence of a counselor and she began to tell the counselor that she missed her daddy and she missed her daddy so much and that she was really hurting and she was crying and she was in pain and i woke up i was literally startled and woke up and when i woke up I, now this is a prayer alert when i woke up i had her on my heart I identified with her. That's what happens sometimes in intercession. And when you at times get these prayer alerts, you, you have a sense of identification. Um, you know, the Bible says, weep with those who weep, mourn with those who mourn. You know, there, it's an identification. I don't recall the scripture right now because I wasn't planning on sharing this part. But when I woke up, I felt her pain. I felt her heart. And it was so real to me, more real to, than anything in the, at that moment. And so I prayed for her and I reached out to her as well as prayed for her. I definitely prayed for her. And I just said to her, are you okay, honey? And I had a dream about you. And, and she says, yes, I've been missing my daddy more and more. I still can't believe he's gone. I said, I honestly can't believe it either. The devil robbed him and took that precious man from his family. It's so upsetting. And so what was that? There was a prayer alert. It was a prayer burden. And how did it come? It came to me in a dream. And see, because I have a relationship with her as my godchild, I God was able to alert me because he knew that I would pray for her. Okay? So let me just say this. In regards to prayer alerts as we get into them, I remember when I first began to learn how to pray, my friend Gail Buse, who I was just with uh, these last few days in Florida, we, she's actually the one that taught me how to pray. 
She was raised an Assembly of God girl her whole life, and I was born again about two months, maybe six months before I ever met her at Rama, And we, we found each other by the Spirit, and we became roommates. And I remember she used to go into her closet, her bedroom closet. She used to go into the closet, and she used to pray and cry and groan and travail and intercede. It was a true intercession. And so I learned by example, wow, that's a good idea. You know, the Bible says, and when you pray, go into your closet and shut the door. So I just, I followed her example, and I just followed what the Bible says. Actually, that word closet means a secret chamber, a private place. And so I would go into my closet, and I didn't understand what I'm going to teach you. I didn't understand that the Holy Spirit could lead me and guide me in prayer, in my prayer closet. I didn't know that the Holy Spirit could be majorly active and involved in my prayer time. And so um, I would go into my prayer closet, and I would go in with a list. And the first thing I had on my list was according to, to First or Second Timothy, where it says, praying first of all for all those that are in authority that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty and you know the rest of the scripture because this is good and acceptable in the sight of god and so what i would first have on my first thing i would have on my list i had a list a real list i would have first i'm going to pray for the president of the united states okay second i'm going to pray for Whoever I had on my list at the time, I just always had a list when I'd go into prayer. And I'd go through each each, each thing, each particular need, and I would pray for them. And then one day, the Lord said to me, I was in my prayer closet, and the Lord said to me, he said, Margie, he said, I want you to begin to be led by my spirit in the place of prayer just like you're learning to be led by my spirit in your everyday life he said to me because there's things that are hidden that i want to reveal to you and if you just stay in your head which is fine pray the list but if there's times he wants to lead us and guide us by our spirits the heart of the king is in the hand of the lord he wants to turn our hearts toward a, a need that we may not have any natural knowledge of and so the journey began in my prayer closet. Yes, it's okay to have a list, but also to wait on the Lord, to gently pray in the spirit, to look on the inside, to listen to him and say, Lord, is there anything else that you need me to pray for? And so that's how we develop the listening ear, so to speak. And what I always taught my Bible school students and I'm teaching now in a small group is it's very important for those of us as believers and those of you that are listening to learn to be God inside minded. Whereas you look on the inside of you, they that are led by the spirit are the sons of God. For example, with my children, and please, if you could share this on your wall, I would greatly appreciate it. Okay. For example, with my children, Every once in a while throughout the day, what I do is I look on the inside and I, I, I don't know how to explain it. I look around as a watchman in my own house and on the walls of my own family and I look around and I go, is everybody okay? And I look for a prayer alert. I look for a prayer assignment. I look to see if there's something that I need to know about as a prophetically praying parent. Okay, I actually talk about that 
in the last uh, chapter of my book, Marked for Intercession, Is There a Watchman in the House? And so, um, so it's important for us to develop the fact that the Holy Spirit lives on the inside of us because that's where these prayer alerts come. That's where we're jolted. That's where we have this love. That's where we receive the things of the Spirit. They that are led by the Spirit. It is spirit to spirit. It is your spirit by the Holy Spirit connected with the Holy Spirit who knows all things imparting unto you, imparting unto me a burden and alert and assignment in regards to our children or the children that are in our sphere of influence. Let me give you an example and I'll get specific and teach you exactly how this works. I was doing a Facebook uh, and no, it wasn't a Facebook. What am I saying? I years ago, the Lord told me, I want you to develop some uh, timeless videos called Necessary Truths in Challenging Times. And I worked with an amazing man, Rob Perna, and we developed 24 lessons. They're all basic foundational truths. And I really did them for this next generation because I realized that this next generation you know, does not know some the simplest, the sim simple things of God, who they are in Christ, the authority of the believer, and so on and so forth. And so I was teaching these videos, and it, it was a course of several weeks. And one one time after I was done teaching, I uh, I took off, I shut off the mic, and I was teaching them in my my living room. My living room was my studio, and I. Um, we, we, we called it cut or whatever Rob would call it. We were done. And I went in from my living room into my foyer to get a drink of water. And when I was going through my foyer, I looked at one of the pictures that was on that table. Now, you know how it is in your foyer. You know, you have all these pictures in your foyer of all your family and the kids. And some of you have grandkids and nieces and nephews and you have their pictures like in, in strategic locations that everyone will see so i had all these pictures on my foyer but when i looked at this one of my children okay my my daughter jacqueline it was like the picture lit up and it was like a light was shined on the picture now there wasn't in the natural a light that shined on it what that light was and hear me that light and that that sense of uh, brilliance was really a prayer alert, a prayer assignment. And God was alerting me that something's going on with Jacqueline. And with that picture lighting up, so to speak, something on the inside jumped. And I've tried to the best of my ability. I'm still learning to develop my, my spirit, man, because you can develop your spirit just like you could develop your body and, and you could develop your mind. So I've tried to the best of my ability to develop my spirit and I knew enough to know that something's going on with her. Now, you'd say, well, Margie, do you know what it was? Well, I didn't know what it was. You know, the Bible says, my friends, that we know in part, we prophesy in part. So we don't know everything. We see, the Bible says, through a glass darkly. So when that happened to me, hindsight's 2020, I realize now that God was giving me a word of knowledge for my daughter. That's prophetic, a word of knowledge. And I'm going to explain this to you in a minute. 
And I don't care how long tonight takes because I'm not going to be on next week. I'm doing an interview with Michael Fram, so I'm not going to be on next week. But I'm going to complete this assignment in totality. So that was a word of knowledge. So God was revealing to me that something was going on with Jacqueline. And with that lighting up of the picture and with that jump in my spirit, uh, what also came with it was a grieving in my spirit. I was grieved. Like something's going on and something's not right. Okay, so what did you do with it? Well, I received a prayer alert. It wasn't like I will pray. It was like I need to pray because God just spoke to me about my daughter. So in the process of the next few days, I went into intercession for her. I didn't know what to pray. I prayed the scriptures that I've been sharing with you all this, all these last few weeks. And I um, didn't know what to pray. I quoted scripture over her, proclaimed all the promises of God. And then I just began to pray in the Holy Ghost. He that searches the heart knows what is the mind of the spirit. He knows what's going on in Jacqueline. He knows what's going on in her environment. He knows her need. He knows how to get the job done. When you speak in an unknown tongue, you don't speak to people. You're speaking directly to God, and he understands you. He, You are praying the perfect will of God. You're praying out of the your right standing in Christ. You're praying like exactly what needs to be prayed in for that moment and in that time it's like those of you that have ever played darts it's like you're taking that dart you're shooting that dart and you're hitting center right on right smack in the middle you're not praying your own will you're not praying uh, witchcraft prayers you're praying the will of god on the behalf of your child and so i yielded over to the holy spirit the spirit of grace and supplication and I prayed, and I interceded, and I prayed until I got a release. Okay, that's intercession. Okay, so when she came home from college a couple of weeks later, <laughs> because of the kind of relationship I have with her, I said to her, I said, Jacqueline, I want to talk to you. Um, can we just talk, uh, you know, outside on the deck? So we went outside. I sat down. She sat down. I said, Jacqueline, uh... I said, I, I had a prayer assignment for you. I said, I don't know what's going on, but I just want you to know that I had a prayer assignment for you. And I, I just want to know, you don't have to tell me, but is everything okay? Oh, yeah, mommy. Yeah, mommy. You know how they do. Yeah, mommy. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. That's why you can't look at the outward appearance. You got to be led by your spirit. You got to look on the inside of you. Let the Lord, let the Lord reveal to you. Yeah, mommy, everything's okay, mommy, everything's okay, you know, everything's okay. All right, I said, Jacqueline, I don't know what it is, but I can sense in my heart that something's not right, okay? And all of a sudden, because prayer opens up the door for God to work, I believe the Holy Spirit not only caused her to be safe because of my, my prayers, I believe that the conviction of the Holy Spirit began to manifest on her, and the Holy Spirit was convicting her, and because my daughter trusts me, and we have an open relationship, you know, she can tell me everything, anything, and I won't judge her, she started, she broke down, she started crying, because she's got a very tender heart, she told me everything that was going on, and it was a pretty serious situation, okay, and thank God for the Holy Ghost, thank God that he alerted me, thank God that I responded, so, 
responding to prayer burdens. I'm going to read a paragraph out of my book, Contend, Stewarding the Hearts and Destiny of Our Children Through Prayer, because it's the way I wrote it is the perfect way to say it to you. As intercessors, an important part of our role is knowing how to recognize and respond to prayer burdens for our children. If we are paying attention, that's why it's important to be God-inside-minded, to learn how to be led by your spirit. If we are paying attention, it is often easy to discern when our children are struggling. These struggles become a target of our prayers. However, at times the struggle will be hidden beneath the surface or the prayer need will relate to an attack against our children that we cannot see in the natural. Okay, did I say that? Yes, I said that. And that's why this is prophetically praying parents. At these times, the Holy Spirit wants to alert us of the need so that we can intercede before, before we see the need for it in the natural. Do you see what I just said? Do you want me to repeat that? At these times, the Holy Spirit wants to alert us of the needs so that we can intercede before we see the need for it in the natural. I call this sort of an of alert, a prayer burden. Many times we do not know why the burden has come. Thank you, Lord. There's some of you that are listening right now, and I hear the Spirit of the Lord saying that he is giving you a prayer burden and a prayer alert right now as you hear my voice. Now, when you hear my voice, don't harden your heart and don't be tossed to and fro in unbelief. You are hearing the voice of the good shepherd and the voice of a good your good shepherd you know and you will follow. You are getting a prayer alert or a prayer burden for someone, your child, or some child in your sphere of influence. And the Holy Spirit of God is saying tonight, he wants you to, when you get the time tomorrow or today, whenever the time is right, he wants you to yield over to him, present that child, that, that person, before the throne of God and lift that person up. Because it could be a matter of life and death. Okay, so it's important for you to yield to that prayer burden. Okay, for some it's not that serious, life or death. For others it could be. So God just is saying, you're being assigned as you hear the word of teaching tonight. Okay, many times we do not know why the burden has come, but the Spirit knows and we can trust Him to guide us in our prayers so that we can release protection over our children in the spirit. Remember, I said to you that we're absent from them in the flesh, meaning in the natural, they're not always with us, yet we're present with them as watchmen in our own households in the spirit, okay? Jesus promised that the spirit of truth would guide you into all truth and tell you what is yet to come. God wants to give us the inside scoop on what's happening with our kids so that we can pray on their behalf. I'm going to give you another story, and then I'm going to break it down. When I always tried to make it a policy of mine that no matter how tired I was, before the kids went to sleep, I would go in each and every one of their rooms, and I would pray over them. And one night, I went into, one of, into Danielle's room, 
and I laid hands on her to pray over her, prayed the word, and then I prayed in the spirit. And while I was praying in the spirit, okay, I saw something. And now you may say, well, how do you, how do you explain how you saw it? Where I saw it, and this, again, you're going to catch this. Where I saw it was on the inside of me. And because I've taught myself to look on the inside of me and not always be moved by the outward, I saw, I was, I was, I was, I, I just looked on the inside and I, I saw on the inside of me, I saw fiery darts coming at her mind, one after the other, after another, after another, after another, after another, after another. And, and I didn't, I didn't know what those fiery darts were. I had absolutely 100% no clue what they were. And so what I did was I, I just, I, I just prayed over her. I bound the devil, but it needed more than, you know, it needed some, she needed some intercession. And to be honest with you, she not only needed intercession, she also needed me to teach her how to resist the fiery darts of the enemy, which is spoken of in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 16. The Bible talks about and quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. What those fiery darts were that were coming against her mind was spiritual warfare, thoughts, you know, things that were coming against her mind. It's like I teach the young people today. Not all your thoughts are your thoughts. And even adults, we need to remember that. And so those fiery darts were coming. And so what I have to say, I really wish I had taught her about that at a young age. And I, she would have been able to resist on her own. But I went into prayer and I took authority over it. And then when she graduated from college, she later on told me what it was that she was dealing with. And so I thank God. You know, we're not perfect parents. Remember we said that? But we can be praying parents. And for those of us that haven't always been perfect, and for those of us that haven't always prayed for our kids, listen, we can pick up right here, right now, and go in, and, and we can pray for our kids. And, you know, I'm going to tell you something, my friends. God will redeem the time, okay? So how do these, uh, how do these prayer alerts or prayer burdens come? Let's break it down, okay? They come in a variety of ways. Number one, these prayer alerts can come in a knowing, okay? Like a knowing. You just know that you know that you know that you know on the inside something is not right. The primary way God speaks to us is through an inner knowing. You just know. For example, the Bible says we know, we know that we are the children of God. Okay, you, you know, nobody has to prophesy to you that you're a child of God or you're born again. It's just a knowing on the inside. You just know that you know that you know that you know that you know that you're a child of God. It's just a knowing. It's an inner intuition. It's, a, it's, it's, just, a, it's just a knowing. It's an inner intuition that something is just not right. We just know in our hearts something isn't right with one of our children. Now listen, stay with me, because this is important. It is not rooted in fear, but it is a constant, inner, steady knowing. Now I've had that going on with one of my kids the last couple of weeks, and I, I, I just need to really take that particular child into prayer and make her my tangible prayer focus, okay? And just pray it out and pray it through the victory. 
And again, it's not always just praying. I gave you two books that I thought were really good for you to to to, to read, and it's um, the Five Love Languages of Children, and then the other book is um, uh, How to Really Love Your Child by Gary Chapman. Okay, so it's you know if you have a good relationship with your child, you can also speak into their lives. But if you don't, you can pray because prayer opens up the door for God to work. So it's a knowing. You just know on the inside. Something's not right. You don't have a velvety feeling. You don't have like a, a clear uh, flow from in, in your spirit. You just have a uh, something's not right. Okay? Number two. Okay? An inner witness. Now, an inner witness is similar to a knowing in our hearts. But the inner witness is more like a sudden alert on the inside. That's what I had when I walked through my foyer and I looked at Jacqueline's picture. I had an inward witness. Boom. It was a boom, a pop on the inside. Something is not right. Okay? And remember, I didn't know the whole thing, you know, but I knew enough to know that the Holy Spirit wants to protect our children, wants to protect our kids, and he was giving me a, a pop and an inward witness that something wasn't right. Number three, a word of knowledge. A word of knowledge. Prophetically praying parents. Who says that all the gifts of the Spirit only operate in corporate church settings? No. Listen to me. These, these, these gifts of the Spirit spoken of in 1 Corinthians 12, 7 through 10, can operate in your prayer closet. They can operate as a watchman in your own house. They can operate... On their, as a mother, as a father, as an aunt, as a grandmother, as an aunt and an uncle. They can operate. You don't have to be a five-fold ministry gift or someone with a collar or a leader in the church to have these gifts manifest. Listen, my friends, as praying parents, the Bible says we can covet that word, these spiritual gifts. That word covet um, in, the, in the Greek means to crave, to desire, to long for. We can crave and desire and long. Holy Spirit, you need to help me with my children. Help me to know what's going on. Help me and, and, and show me how to pray for them. Help me, Holy Spirit. Alert me. Guide me. Lead me. Show me things to come. So a word of knowledge, okay? What is a word of knowledge? A word of knowledge is what I had for Jacqueline in the, prayer, in the, in the foyer. Oh, yeah, in the foyer. I got a word of knowledge in the foyer. You can have a word of knowledge driving in your car, sitting at the kitchen table while you pet your dog, while you're walking your dog. You can have a word of knowledge, but it's being in tune to the inside of you and not being distracted by earthly things all the time. The enemy wants to have us distracted. He wants us to be so busy and, and so outwardly focused that we're not God-inside-minded. I like to say it like this, oh, living from the inside out instead of the outside in, okay? So what is a word of knowledge? A word of knowledge is one of the revelation gifts mentioned in the Bible. And it's also mentioned with a word of wisdom and discerning of spirits. These gifts manifest as the spirit wills, but as praying parents, we should and need to covet them. Are you listening? We should and we need to covet them. 
Revelation gifts reveal something to us. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. It can be anything. This is the word of knowledge now. It can be anything within the realm of knowledge. Facts, events. In the, in the case of the word of knowledge, it has something to do with the present or the past. Purpose, origin, destiny. The information can be human or divine or satanic. It can be natural or supernatural. When we receive a word of knowledge, what does that mean? It means when you receive that word of knowledge about something past or present, it can, it can, it can, God can show you anything in the realm of the spirit, okay? Human, divine, or if it's a devil or a demon, okay? We can receive a word of knowledge. We receive information about something in the past or present that we do not have any way of knowing in the natural. It is a supernatural revelation by the Spirit. He gives us information from the mind of God about a person, a place, or a thing. In this case, for our children. A word of knowledge. I'm going to pray for you right now. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus for every person who is live on this call or every person who's going to listen to the replay or listen to the podcast or listen to the YouTube teaching. I pray, Father God, that there would be an increase as parents, as godparents, as grandparents, as in anyone in their sphere of influence. I pray that there would be an increase of the manifestation of of the word of knowledge that you would reveal to them past or present things that need to be prayed out or prayed through so that they could be more effective in reaching their children and helping them to fulfill their destiny in Jesus name. Thank you, Lord. Now just receive that. Okay. Number four, another way that these alerts come is a word of knowledge or word of wisdom. The word of wisdom is similar to a word of knowledge, except, except that it pertains to the future. It is a supernatural revelation by the Spirit of God concerning the plan and purpose in the mind of God. Okay? So as praying parents, God can give you a word of wisdom concerning your children. And when it comes to the word of wisdom, especially if it has something to do with, you know, by the spirit of God, that your child has a fivefold call in their life, you don't tell them. You let them discover that for themselves because it may push them away and make them afraid and make them feel like, well, God's making me do something I don't want to do instead of the Holy Spirit working in them both to will and to do of his good pleasure and in the process of time, their gift rises up and becomes a desire that they want to do and they eventually want to walk in. So we don't want to get too involved with our kids if we've received a word of wisdom about something in their future, okay? Now, I feel, this is how I feel about it, I feel if you have a word of wisdom about one of your children, what you can do is you can pray into their destiny. Ecclesiastes 3, I believe, verse 11. Destiny is already written in their heart, so you can pray into their destiny. 
And that's what I do. Well, how do you do it? You do it by praying in the Holy Ghost. Okay? I did a lot of praying in the Holy Ghost for my kids and their future mates. Now, that wasn't a word of wisdom. That was in my head going, I'm going to start praying when they're babies for their future mate. So that when the time comes, they'll come across each other's path. Because prayer opens up the door to, for God to work, makes the crooked way straight, the rough places plain, causes things to come into alignment, so on and so forth. So um, that's not a word of wisdom, but you can pray into their destiny in that regard. Okay? Then there's the discerning of spirits. To discern means to see. Discerning of spirits gives us insight into the spirit realm. As praying parents, this gift helps us to know if evil spirits are trying to influence our children. Versus something arising from their souls. Because there's a difference. There's a difference between issues in their souls that's manifesting in their behavior and a just plain out flat demon, devil, evil spirit that's trying to influence them and wanting to drive them, because devils always drive, into a certain direction. Sometimes it's not spirits, my friends. Sometimes it's their souls. Sometimes it's a chemical imbalance. Sometimes they need to stop eating red dye. Are you listening? My son could not eat anything with red dye. When he was a toddler or growing up, he would get so hyper, and I'd go, what, Lord, help me, Jesus, what's going on, la, 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 la. And then one day I read something about red dye and how it makes kids hyper and how bad it is for kids. So sometimes it's just something in the natural. That's why we need wisdom. If any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God. And so, or it could be a chemical imbalance in their soul or in their brain. Dr. Amen talks a lot about the brain and how important it is for our children and, and adults to eat healthy and have omega-3s and have the right uh, minerals, vitamins, okay? So discerning of spirits will give us insight into the realm of the spirit. This gift also gives us insight into the thoughts and the intents of the heart as well as the motives. It is the strangest thing. And I was thinking about it tonight when I was preparing. You know how Jesus knew their thoughts? It's interesting because one of my children walked into my house and had come home I believe, yeah, from college, and I kept picking up. I'm not going to tell you what it was. I kept picking up the thoughts and the intents, and it ended up being not something that happened to my child, but something that happened to one of my children's best friends, and it was on her and in her, and she was thinking about it, and she was very upset about it. And when those thoughts were coming to me, I thought that maybe it happened to her. And so that, in essence, and it came out later what it was, that, in essence, was the discerning of spirits in operation. I was discerning the thoughts. It's the strangest thing. It's not the gift of suspicion. It's discerning the thoughts, the intents of the heart, or seeing into the realm of the spirit and seeing demons and devils and evil spirits. Okay, so that's discerning of spirits. This gift is helpful to parents in many ways. 
<laughs> and it can even help us to discern whether our kids' friends are good for them. Okay? Now, just a little side note here. Listen, if you know that there's somebody in your child's life that definitely is not good for them and they have the fruit of all the bad things that are not good for them, you can pray that friend out. This is how I pray. It's not a witchcraft prayer. I just say, Father, anything in my child's life, any person, any relationship, I don't mention any names, I don't get into all that, but Lord, any person, any friendship, any relationship that is not planted by you, I pray that it would be uprooted in the name of Jesus. And then I pray in the Holy Ghost. Okay? Okay, here's another way. And I love, I get, this is how it happens with me a lot. And the reason it happens with me a lot, it's a scripture, is, is where you get a scripture for some for your child. The reason it happens for me a lot is because I listen to a lot of scripture. Scripture on tape, scripture, Bible scriptures, just straight scripture, not necessarily always a teaching, just scripture after scripture after scripture. A scripture. The Holy Spirit can communicate a prayer burden. I'm not quitting till I'm done, so I just want you to know. The Holy Spirit can communicate a prayer burden to us through a passage of scripture. God's word is living and active. And the Spirit can use the word of God to speak directly into the lives of a particular situation. Now, I, 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 actually, I'll give you an example. I experienced this one night when I laid hands on, again, Danielle in this case. I laid my hands on Danielle, and um, when I laid my hands on her, and then the, the, a scripture came bubbling up. What is prophecy? Prophecy is a bubbling up. Well, it was bubbling up. What is it? I'm prophetically getting insight as a parent about something with my child. It bubbled up. And a scripture came to me and came into my mind um, where Jesus said, you know, can't, you know uh, don't be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will have anxieties of its own. Consider the birds of the air. They don't think about what they're going to eat or what they're going to drink. You know, the flowers of the field, you know, they don't toil and they don't, you know, try to make themselves beautiful. But your heavenly father feeds the birds and your heavenly father makes the fields beautiful. That, that's scripture. So I opened up my eyes, and because I had a scripture, I knew what her, her, her need was. I already had the answer. The Lord gave the answer, but it pinpointed her need. Do you understand what I'm saying? So I stopped, and I looked at her, stopped praying. I looked at her, and I said, Danielle, I said, do you worry? Now, at the time, she was just a little kid. She was little. She wasn't like a teenager. And I said, do you worry? And because my child, Danielle, has always been a little more ahead emotionally and in maturity. I said, do you, you know, which caused her to think more. She was also a thinker, you know, very, very bright girl. And I, I said, do you worry a lot? And she said, well, what do you mean? I go, do you worry, honey? Do you worry a lot? And she went, and I said, Danielle, and I, I read her the scripture, and I, I prayed with her, and I told her that God cared about her, because that scripture does say, if God so cares for the birds and for the, for, for the beautifying the fields, how much more does he care for you? And so it gave her light and a revelation that God loved her, cared for her, and didn't want her to worry. Not only that, but prophetically, 
I received that word from the Lord. And that's very helpful, okay? Because God wants to lead and guide our children on the best path for their lives. But he needs us to get involved. He needs us to pray. He needs us to speak to them. He needs us to do whatever we can as they allow us to, okay? Okay, another way, number seven, is a vision or a dream. Sometimes we receive prayer alerts through dreams or visions. You know, that scripture, I can't quote it directly, where, where, where the Bible says in Job 33, where, where when we're quiet, when we're sleeping, our minds aren't active, when slumber comes upon us, God will give us a vision or a dream in the night. Okay, I've had many, many dreams. I'm not going to get into all the examples because I want to close in about the next 10 minutes. But I'm going to give you uh, something that happened Again, this came in a vision. This was a prayer alert. This helped me tremendously to help my daughter Jacqueline. Okay, so one day I was praying in my, my upstairs prayer room. Now it's a closet. And I was praying and I was interceding and I was praying for the children, praying for my kids. And on all of a sudden, I saw on the inside of me, at least, it was... It was a vision on the inside. Now, notice I said on the inside. Now, I've never had an open vision. There's different kinds of visions. I had something on the inside that I saw, okay? And what I saw on the inside was Jacqueline in her bed. And at the time, she had um, a canopy with all these white curtains. And uh, above her headboard, it said, the princess is sleeping. And in the vision on the inside, I saw her in her bed with that whole thing going on in that natural. That's what her bed looked like. And the Lord said to me, he said to me, and he had an attitude about it. He said, there's another kind of praying going on in this house. And then he said, she's praying that you won't travel. And I was like, What? Well, first of all, God, my kids were small, they were home, and I was simply praying, Lord, when the time is right, put me back into the ministry, open up doors that no man can shut, because I had stopped all public ministry to raise my children, and so I just was praying for the future, for what was coming 10 years up, up the road ahead. But somehow Jacqueline must have heard me praying that God would open up doors, that I would be traveling again, and I would be on the road, and I wouldn't be with her. And so it was just as real to me as, as this phone sitting next to me. I knew that I knew that I knew she's praying that, that I don't travel. And so I got in my car to go pick them up at the bus bus stop, which was only half a block away. Yes, that's how I, I operated back in the day. And I picked them up at the bus stop, and I, I just couldn't wait because I, I just knew that I, I had something. And I, I gave them their snacks and gave them, you know, their, their, their milk and all that. And I said, Jacqueline, could, could we go upstairs and could we talk? I want to talk to you about something. I took her up in my office, sat her down on the same chair that I received that prayer alert, that vision, that whatever you want to call it, the inward vision. And I said to her, Jacqueline, I said, are you praying that mommy doesn't travel? And she said, 
Yes, buddy, oh God. And she started praying that I wouldn't travel to some state, in some one of the states in the United States. She goes, I need you. I need you to be here for me. And I, I just don't want you to go. And I said, honey, I said, mommy's not going to go anywhere until you're off and I'm released and you guys are on your own, meaning college, basically. And so I showed her in the Bible where God had literally spoke to me out of Proverbs where he said, uh, Proverbs 31, uh, she, she, a woman considers her own household, you know, before, and, and the Amplified worded it in a regard where it said uh, that something about before she goes into her field. And then I put in there for me, the rhema word was field, was the field of ministry. And I showed her where God spoke to her, me and reassured her that that wasn't going to happen. Well, what is that? That, had a, that came as an inward revelation like a vision. It wasn't necessarily a prayer alert, but it was something to help me to ease the anxiety and get her to understand that she was safe. I think our children today, especially today, need to know that they're safe. Okay, number eight, and we have this one and one more, and then we'll close. A heaviness in the spirit. At times, God clues us into a prayer need through a heaviness in our spirits or a feeling of being grieved in our spirit. Like when you think about that child, how do you feel on the inside? It's, it's, a, it's a spiritual thing. Being grieved in our spirit. It can be slight or it can be heavy. Here, here's how I would describe it. It's like a pain on the inside, but not a pain anywhere in your body. It's a pain in your spirit. It's not in the physical realm. It comes from our spirits by the Holy Spirit, but it can be felt in our souls and at times manifest in our bodies, meaning, oh, I'm so grieved in my spirit and you just feel it on the inside and you're kind of like clenched, you know, in a sense, like bowed down because of it. Okay, when we think about certain uh, uh, people, something on the inside is grieved or pained. This is a sign that is time for us to pray for that child. Lastly, a strong love, okay? Prayer should always be born out of a heart of love no matter what. But if you think about a particular child and you have a, like a strong love for them, yes, we have a natural love for our children, I get it. But if you just randomly, suddenly get a strong love for one particular child, then that's a prayer assignment. That's a prayer alert. You're being alerted. You're being alerted. We can receive a prayer alert when a stronger than usual love rises up from within our hearts for a particular child. We know Romans 5, 5, the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. But this is a love prayer alert. This love transcends our human love and is a manifestation of God's love for that child. This agape love will especially manifest when there is a need for a deeper level of prayer like travail, which we're not gonna cover in this teaching, okay? Well, again, I wanna remind you, if you could please share this teaching on your wall, share it with your friends. This is a much needed message today. I also want to remind you to connect with other parents, other grandparents, 
have prayer calls, the 15-minute call, uh, have a prayer meeting, um, do a Zoom call. Prayer opens up the door for God to work. Okay, let me pray for you. Thank you, Lord. Father, what a beautiful time we had tonight. Beautiful time. Beautiful time. Holy Spirit, help us. Lord, teach us to pray. Continue to teach us to pray. Even as your disciples asked you, Lord, we ask the same. Teach us to pray. Help us to understand the art of intercession. Father, we pray for these children. We pray for the generations from the babies that are born now all the way up to the millennials. We pray, Father, that they would run and not grow weary. We pray that they would walk and not faint, that their steps would be ordered and established by you, that you would lead them, guide them into all truth, that you would turn their, 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 the, you would turn this generation into the generation that would turn the world upside down. And we praise you, Lord. We thank you today for everything that you've done. And we pray, Lord God, that there would be a revival of praying for our families, that mothers, fathers, grandmothers, all these aunts and uncles and godparents would receive this call to action and that we would be doers of the word and not hearers only. In Jesus' name, amen. We praise you, Lord. We bless you and honor you and we glorify your holy name. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. We worship you. I'm just, I don't know why I'm hearing this. I keep hearing in my spirit, Lord, teach us to pray. Lord, I pray that there would be a greater revelation and understanding about the prayer closet, about prayer alerts, prayer burdens. Help us, Holy Spirit. We love you. We covet that you would guide us in our prayer closet supernaturally. In Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to the Purpose Project Podcast. For more content, video, and teachings like this, visit margieflorent.org.